Trump's mini-bump, a in-between episode in which we examine R.L. Stein Apocrypha. I'm Danielle. I have a PhD. I'm Jojo, and I have a PhD. I'm Jeff, and I have what I thought were mini-bumps, but I guess it's a podcast thing now. And Heck yeah, it whoa, is. Whoa, whoa. Save it for the bedroom, baby. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're, we're talking about uh, be careful what you wish for once again. The Goosebumps TV edition. Yes. So this didn't actually fit in with our discussion of the book, which you can go check back. I think it's like Goosebumps 4 or 5. Sure. That episode. Maybe yeah. three, maybe six. It's one of them um, where we talk about be careful what you wish for and all the Buckwild stuff and that. We're not talking about that today. Uh, we're talking about the episode of the Goosebumps TV show of the same name, mm-hmm. which was the 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 on screen adaptation. Because if you didn't know, um, three years ish after R.L. Stein released. Three years after R.L. Stein was launched into space <laughs> in an effort to rid the world of his madness. <laughs> they, they, uh, I believe space. it was Fox. Fox had the Goosebumps TV series. Mm-hmm. Did it? Fox which, had, what did Fox not have? They had everything. Be- big Bad Beetleborgs. They yeah, had, they had whoa. Big Bad Beetleborgs. VR Troopers. And they, they had, had this. Goosebumps. Okay, had well, I don't know of any every of fr- I would watch Goosebumps every Friday yeah. afternoon. This was trying to kind of beat... Now, I don't know when... Uh, are you afraid of the dark came out, but this is definitely that era of like nineties scary, but not too scary TV. For Goosebumps kids. is like a little bit towards the latter half of, are you afraid of the dark? Um, Cause I missed the boat on the Goosebumps TV show. Yeah. I think I was, I was into, are you afraid of the dark? And then I was just like, peace out. Yeah. It's there. There are 21 minute adaptations of uh, a Goosebumps book. This is wild because normal Goosebump book takes about 11 and a half minutes to read. <laughs> Here's the major beats yeah, give it of, to us. of this episode yeah. of the Goosebumps TV show. They, they got it mostly right they, in terms of like the things that happened where she has the, she, she meets Clarissa. There's wish shenanigans. Um, the second wish is about the same. Would you say it's better or worse? I would say it's a little better. Okay. Really? Uh, we'll yeah. Get into just, the specifics in a, in a moment. Yeah. I want to fight now. Um, and then the third wish is is a hundred percent right. And then um, they do change the ending of the story radically. Quite a radically. Bit. <laughs> first things first, though, and I I think this is probably the the most important thing um, that they did not do correctly. So. In in be careful what you wish for the novelization of the TV show. Yes, Clarissa is just a fortune teller lady. Yeah. In the show, she's like a bird. She's a bird. <laughs> she's, a she's some bird. sort of anamorph. She who... like, and she she she's like waving her her talons around, and even like when she talks, there's a little sound effect in the background of her of bird. Well, of, of like, yeah. So in the original, Sam meets her in the forest. In this one, she bumps into her while walking down the street, and when she bumps into Clarissa, Clarissa one throws her purse, does oh, yeah. not drop it. Oh, yeah. She throws her purse, and then. Cuddle bones and eggs. Yes, and Cause corn that's cobs. Birds, yeah, because that's what birds care about. But also, if she threw her bag, those oh, eggs. Oh, and feathers. Extra and feathers. Lots of feathers. So many feathers. She's and she's and she's wearing uh, like a big coat covered with feathers. Yeah. And, and she's really, like a flapper. Which she is, looks like which a flapper, and I love it. The thing that birds it. do is they flap. They flap. Oh the, shit! I didn't even oh, catch man. that. Man, you're so right. She's a flapper. So it's it's <laughs> interesting. The the show. Opens. Oh, 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 but the, the other thing too. The other thing too is uh. The other major change is 
Um, the first wild thing that happens to Sam is not she meets Clarissa. The first wild thing that happens is she finds this necklace with yeah. an inset red crystal. Laying on the gym floor. It, it's because they couldn't. The way that the story in the show works is that um, she finds the necklace and then that like leads her in respect to Clarissa. Whereas in the book, she's like pissed off. Yeah. Just, it just happens randomly. Yeah, but and, they, they had to rush it along for the show. And you know what they rushed right past? Where she chokes Judith. Yeah. The yeah, best part. Have that. Yeah, so so this this literally, the, it starts with, it, within 30 seconds, it's like they're oh, yeah. at practice. We immediately see that Samantha's clumsy and she made fun down. of. She falls Great down. Great casting of, of Samantha. I yeah, Samantha was cast fucking wonderfully. Yeah. yeah. Um, I forget the name of the actress. Uh, Melody Johnson. She is a uh, Canadian. She was born in 1983, so she's the same age hey. as we are now. Yeah. So, so yeah. Melody Shout Johnson. Shout out to Melody, friend of the show. She did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's I'm on the show as as Samantha Bird in yeah. Geese in Goosebumps. That's fucking perfect. Th- there is one part in the opening that I think is pretty wild, though, and that's oh. the part where a, a basketball gets tossed up high, and she has to go get it. So she climbs up a little jungle gym to go get it, and then she falls on the jungle gym she accidentally steps on a little ring that's attached to a cord and then she gets her foot caught in it which is not how that works and then she's no. upside down swinging like a trapeze artist. yeah and yes. then and then she falls flat on her back yeah. on, a mat. on a mat and then she passes out yeah 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 then she gets like a concussion from landing on her she, back she gets a concussion from landing on her back <laughs> <laughs> Which is the fucking wildest. <laughs> then she just goes home. I think that immediately afterwards, it shows her walking away from yeah, school. Yeah, she's fine. She's totally fine. The show definitely paints her in a more innocent light than the book does. She's the book, very just like, I'm here. I'm yeah. Samantha and I'm clumsy. She seems very much the victim in all respects. Yeah. Whereas Book Samantha was also oh, a victim. Book Bo- Samantha, Book was. Samantha it was sort of like, you're bringing this on yourself. In a way that we didn't appreciate when we were... <laughs> <laughs> when, we're, when we're dissing on it, um, is sort of the whole point of the book. Yeah. It's like you. It's you, in the title. It's, it's in the title. Yeah, you yeah. you yeah. have. You are. You, the, Samantha was a character who's constantly bringing trouble on herself. Yeah, you make mistakes, man. But in this, it's like she is a victim yeah. from the start. First of all, and I, I, I think this is important to remember too. And also, we just watched this. We just, just watched this, so it's a little fresh. The the necklace that Samantha finds that that connects her to Clarissa. Mm-hmm. Samantha's practicing in the gymnasium at her school, and that's where she finds the necklace on the ground. Which on looks the, like a on prop the ground. From, it looks like a prop from Dark Crystal. Yes. Yeah, it uh, fucking. It is a large, but it's it's necklace. silver, it's, which is important. It's silver and red. Yeah, yeah, and she picks it up, and she's like, "Oh shit!" And then she just puts it on. Puts it on and runs <laughs> off. She's just like, "Oh, cool, 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 new, nice. oh, shiny." Um, and then uh, she runs into Clarissa, and Clarissa's like, "Oh, I dropped that." <laughs> Can I, have, can I have it, please? It found its way to you. Yeah. That, well, that's that I like. But the necklace was hunting her. And so, like, uh, Samantha's like, okay, here's the necklace back. And then, just like just like in the book, Clarissa says, can you please tell me how to get to somewhere, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Elm Street or Oak Street Moss Street. Or Moss Street. How to get to the styrofoam set. Yeah. So, Clarissa, <laughs> Clarissa's like, can you take me there? And Sam's like, sure, I can take you there. And then... We get the fucking cheapest looking. Yeah. It, it, it oh, looked like a school that looks plane. like they hadn't they hadn't finished pulling down Paramount Studios haunted house. But but here's what's fucking. There was there was a couple things with that. One, you could plainly see the overpass, like yeah. the highway, yes. from the set. But two. 
They had a street sign. Yes. That was handwritten. Handwritten <laughs> on like a post that was like nowhere near the corner where a street sign should be. And it just said Moss Avenue with no numbers on nope, it. Yeah. Nothing else. Not yes. a real street. Like, like so they had to try like. They're not going to believe that this creepy lady is going to some ruins by the freeway overpass. No, you would well, think let's that just put Moss Avenue there. Some some high school students were trying to shoot a movie. That's basically a that definitely was the vibe. Yeah. They were trying to make it almost look Skid Rowish. Yeah, but except also like kind Canada. of Canada. But yeah, like it's it. This is if you want to know what Skid Row in Canada that's, looks that's, like. Yeah, it's foam. They props had to an angel statue like from a, a yeah from a random angel you statue. Need that just an, you, you're gonna need, you're gonna want that angel. They statue. had an enormous angel statue like you'd find in a graveyard. Yes, under an overpass with Mack trucks in the back. Yes. <laughs> Loved all, starts, I loved it. Starts snowing. I loved all that because it's Canada, and that's the that's the worst they can do. I loved all of that. So she so she gives so she finds Clarissa. Clarissa asks for the necklace back, and Samantha gives it. Samantha takes her to Moss Avenue, and then Clarissa says, "Here, here's here's the necklace back. I know you just gave it back to me, and I love it, and I needed it, and I lost it. But now that but this walk back was so valuable to me, and now I have finished yeah. my story with this necklace. You can have it. Was that like her test to see, like, if 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 she declined to take her to Moss Avenue, she wouldn't have gotten the necklace? So it was like if she had her... declined to take her to Moss Avenue, she would not have proven she was nice That's enough right. to deserve to the, the ability see, to get fucked up wishes. Exactly yeah. to f- yeah, you because, have yeah, to be she... nice in order for me to fuck up your life. Otherwise, it's not worth my time. Yeah, that that was the whole big part that was pretty ridiculous. And then uh, she makes the first wish, which is the about the same as the book, although they they play it up way less on the episode. Yeah. First wish is I want to be the best player on the basketball team. Yeah, and which, and everyone sucks, but they don't get like it. They show Judith. Sucking well, yeah. I, actually, you know <laughs> yeah. what? No, I, I I should I should correct that statement. Um, she says I want to be the best on the basketball team in. In the book, she says, I want to be the strongest. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. which weirdly enough, is a key distinction. Actually, because it makes yeah. everyone weak. Like, that's a literal... Like, and, instead, instead of being the best, everyone's bad. Yeah. Which is which is different. She says that. She makes the wish. It's a bummer that it, it happens very quickly. They go and play a game. Uh, which, <laughs> which, is, which is one of the most confounding-looking basketball. I mean, I know basketball just made its way to Canada, so I understand <laughs> that. <laughs> They were still trying to figure out all the rules. Yeah, they they play a game, which is hard to tell if it's just like a scrimmage or if it's like a a league game. It definitely seemed like a league game. It's a a fucking league match, dude. The the noise in the background makes it sound like everyone in town is watching. It sounds like a football game. So so this is this is the key, right? They have this basketball game with between whatever team Samantha's on and another team. Samantha's team has like jerseys with their names on it. Yeah. The other team has like oversized white <laughs> t-shirts and like bat like shorts because it was a real game there had to be a crowd right but they didn't have enough people to establish that so the the bleacher section is just benches <laughs> against a wall one bench like no one's sitting in front of anybody i'm thinking because behind where the cameraman was was the actual bleachers yes which were empty yeah, yeah. and uh and there was a lot of times when the extras in the Watching the basketball game, we're looking in the wrong place. <laughs> you can't, you can't control where your eyes are gonna go There's when you're of, in. I just, the I zone. would just say, like, presumably, if you're watching a basketball game, you're keeping your eye on the ball, no. not the players. I can attest otherwise. So the the basketball game ends about the same as the book, and 
the second wish that happens in the book is that she wishes everyone away after she is accused of being a witch. Unfortunately, no they, witch. Get, they take that. away that part and they, they simplify it in a way that I'm like, this makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, so the second wish is um, they're walking down the stairs and Judy pushes past her with her friends. And then she's like, you made us lose. And then Judy's like, why doesn't everyone just buzz off? And then they did. And then they did. And then everyone and off they buzzed. Everyone everywhere turned everyone. into a fly. Yes, the, the entire world. world. Because we do see an extinction there's... level disaster. <laughs> I want to talk about the, the reality of that just for a second. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's so, hear your theory. Uh, so everyone in the entire world turns into flies, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody. Just it, like Jeff Goldblum like, planned. This is like if everyone jumped up at the exact same time, right? So sudden weightlessness. Imagine now, if you, as you can guess, they're 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 turned back from flies, right? At later on, they yes. don't remember shit. But. Imagine, if you will, all of the inmates on death row turning to flies, squeezing through the bars in their cell. Serial killer flies! <laughs> Serial killer flies! You're, you're right. That is wild. But there were no <laughs> Murder direct, flies! There were no direct consequences from this because, as you recall, at the very end, she asked for everything to be sent back to before the flies. So those those inmates had a few fleeting moments of freedom yes. and then found themselves back. And they, they were back. A few delicious seconds of freedom <laughs> that were immediately taken away. Yes. What happened to regular flies that already existed? Were they like, holy shit, look at all like, these other flies? Where did you come from? Get out of here, scabs. Yeah. <laughs> and they this is our poop. The flies existed. So everyone turns into flies and it's a, like a 10 minute montage. Yes, of her looking there's at a lot of flies. Every, every citizen of her town to make sure they are also a fly saying their name. And, and then she takes a good, like, I'd say like four hours to think of her next wish because it's nighttime by the time she, she, she wanted to get it right. She wanted to get it right. So th- by, by all accounts at that point, the world had at, for the last four hours been populated solely by, by flies. flies. Yes. Um, I wonder if power was still on. I, I feel like nuclear I mean, it issues. looks like in Canada, if a disaster happens, <laughs> it's the same. It's pretty much like the it cars. Wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Like cars like, yeah. just kind of parked up on. Yeah, they just kind of rolled up was, on the, on that the, was the sidewalk bad part. a little bit. That's the safety of going only 15 miles an hour in your neighborhoods is yeah. when you turn into a fly, you don't have any sort of big accidents. Oh, we didn't say this, but there is a part where Clarissa shows up in Samantha's house and... <laughs> She's a she snatches a fly off the thing. And she's about to eat it, but she doesn't at the last second because Samantha says, "No, that's my dad," <laughs> which was also so. Let's just hang on. We kind of skip past this. She turns everyone into flies, right? She just starts walking around, yeah. going up to different flies and being like, "Hey, Derek," and it's like yeah. you don't fucking know. It could be any fly. No, she knows. She knows. But she's there was a huge. They, they made a lot of effort to be like the flies are flying everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, well, I mean, but 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 the ones that she knows are standing still, and also she knows that's who it is. It's yes. just dumb. I mean, it's handy. Do you think they still have consciousness as flies? I think that I think their memories. Me. Of, I think the memories me. of being a fly are locked away as extremely traumatic. Please. Like your brain actually stops traumatic memories from forming. So I think that's what happened. So the buzzing isn't so actually So probably a lot buzzing. of these people after like 15 years are going to be like, they're, they're going to see like a dirty room and they're going to feel this longing. That they can't, <laughs> oh, they like, can't, they, they see can't, a, they see a poop and they're like, 
Why does that turn me on? They're gonna right they're now. gonna go through their lives with this weight, this emptiness inside of them that they won't they won't be able to articulate with the the frail human language that we have all been yeah. cursed with because they have seen they have been they have seen the Zena fly and they cannot yeah. unsee it, but they also cannot take that knowledge back with them to their mortal shell. Right, because you know you're gonna be taking your dog for a walk, you know. And, and it's going to dump and, and then gonna a, dump. a fly is going to get there and he's going to, and then you're going to see that and you're, and you're just going to be like, there's, I feel, what? I feel a longing. Wait, I don't know why. Why, why I do I have FOMO longing. right now? Yeah. Also, they're going to have intense depression once they live beyond 24 hours and realize that they have to go for years at this point. Yeah. Like prison of life that we all know. They, yes. Their, their fly souls are now <laughs> trapped in this disgusting Meat sack. Meat they were sack never supposed frame. to live more than a day, and now, now it's this is it's, not it, what God wanted. It's easy to live your life to the fullest when the fullest your life can be is twenty four hours. You're damn right it is. If you had only twenty four hours, you would eat poop too. Make me a fly. There's some people who are crying in the streets, just like <laughs> make turn me, take me, me back. Turn, no, take it back. The third wish is she asks for Judith to. Think she's the great. Well, they got this part right. They got this part she almost says, exactly like, right. Set everything back to how it was, but Judith is my friend. And then she goes, actually, you know what? Judith thinks I'm the greatest. And you're like, bitch, you got greedy. Yeah, yeah you, you got had it. It was you got greedy. And you then were, we have Judith good. who dresses like her, wants to be like her. And at first, it's not that bad. She's like weird, but Samantha seems kind of down with it. Yeah, no, she's totally like, hey. And then Corey gets jelly. <laughs> And then, so then he puts doubt Corey in her mind. Does yeah. get jelly, he plants the true. seed. He plants the seed of doubt. And then now, uh, you know, we have the hand over the mouth scene where she's snuck into her room. Yeah, Judith has and chilling out in the closet. It was hiding in the closet for apparently hours. Just like in the book, Judy's in the room. She puts her hand over the mouth. She says, "He said we'd study." Um, one good detail I think they got really smart was while Judy was in the room with her, because um, they they had the point where she had like her hair was the same. Um, she undoing it. Yeah, she she nice. undoes it while she's in there. I was like, oh, that's a really smart little detail. She's actively trying to make herself look more like yeah. Sam yes. in her scenes, which is just a nice little, a little, nice little thing that they, yeah. they tossed in there. Judith could have been, she wasn't as intimidating as I was hoping her character. No, no she's actually pretty small and non-threatening. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool how they, they cast her. The whole, that whole episode was actually pretty, the, the, the casting I think was great in terms of what they were trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I really like Clarissa, the actress. Who yeah, played the actress who played she, Clarissa was was amazing. She was eating up the scenery. Oh, gleefully. Yeah, there was a lot of character acting stuff that I think people really enjoy doing on set. It seems like a, a, a an episode that probably they enjoyed making. Yeah, it I'll leaned get, real yeah, heavily into sure. the yeah. leaned heavily into the basketball stuff, so kids got to burn off that energy, and then they got high C's afterwards. So yeah, like, that's all they wanted. They did get high David C's. Fincher doesn't give any of the cast of his movies high C's after this. No, he shoots. does not. And you can see it in their faces. Yeah, That's Morgan right. Freeman looks so sad in the set of seven. Just wanted a high C. <laughs> just just wanted a a, a, a Kool-Aid blasters. He did want that. He didn't get it, though. And, an he, and that's what sucks. Yes. <laughs> he wanted an ecto-cooler. And then we get to the end. The ending is radically different. Yeah. The ending is radically different. So Clarissa shows up again. Um... And is like, I know you don't like your last wish. There's a lot more, like, Clarissa has a lot more emphasis on, like, you need to be careful what you're yeah. asking. Yeah. Clarissa is not trying to actively, it seems, to sabotage her. No, yeah. it just seems like she's, you know, she's there and she's like, I want to give you wishes, but you keep fucking up. Yeah. She kind of says that she's bound by rules herself in a way. She's like, I'm just, she's like, I just make the wishes. I just, like, I just deliver. I'm just the messenger. Yeah. If you order from McDonald's and you say plain, that means that I could leave the meat patty off there as well. You need to be specific as to what you want 
want on your burger. Also, if I'm just the DoorDash driver and you wanted no cheese on your hamburger and they put cheese on your hamburger, it's not my fault. Not yeah, my fault. For sure. It's just, Clarissa is merely a DoorDash driver for the wishes that we are making. She didn't do it. She didn't make it. And the, the thing, I think what's what's cool is um the, like, she kind of tries to teach Sam, like, if you're going to, like, they don't backfire. They they do exactly what you ask for. So I think that was, that was a cool detail. Which is more accurate in the show than it is in the book. Yeah. Yeah. in the book, there's, like. In the book, they kind of hint it. Yeah. But, like, in the book, she literally takes the second wish and completely, like, makes it her own, um like, it's like the wish is like so subjective <laughs> that she can make it whatever she wants. Yeah. Because yeah. in the book, the second wish is like, I wish that, what is she, I forget the wish of the second book. I wish that she, Judith would go away. It was like, I wish everyone would go. No, it wasn't even everyone. It was it just, I wish everyone? Judith would go away, would disappear. Wow. And then everyone disappears. Damn. Because she was specific then. Yeah. That's which, brutal. And in the show, she says, I wish everyone would buzz off. Everyone yeah. would buzz off. And then and everyone buzzed off. Yeah. yeah. So so the, the show does a better job of like being like, look, you need to. You need to kind of like, listen, like you're, if you're going to do this, if we're doing this. Yeah. The uh, the final wish, she's like, I'll take it all away. And then uh, Sam's there with Judith and Sam's like, I want everything to go back to, to the way it was. I want Judith to have met you instead of me. And then Clarissa's like, all right. And she's like, oh, you don't like me anymore? Okay, yeah. fine, bitch, fine. And, and, and in the book at this point, it, it, we get the, the fucked up ending where oh, yeah. Judith wishes. In the actual goosebump that we read mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a very dark ending yeah. with yeah. Judith being turned into a bird. Oh, Sam being turned into a yeah. bird. Sorry. Yes. By Judith. Sam being turned into a bird by Judith. In this one, with their sick, twisted worldview, <laughs> they tweaked it just These slightly. goddamn Canadians got their hands. Goddamn it's still are... a fucked up ending if you think about it. But yeah, it's just now it's depending... just fucked up in a different In a different, way. less unsettling so, so way. So what they did now is Judith wishes... That wherever she was, that she wishes that people would gather around and admire her. Yeah, which is that's such a weird phrasing for a wish. Well, I mean, and it also is much more conceited, and you're just like, oh, Judith, you little, you dirty little fucking shit. Yeah, they make and, her. She's more villainous. Yeah, instead of like, they, they, I wish they, Bird would fly away. They, that's... they do nothing to kind of make her like not. She's an not like asshole. a regular child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's much worse and. Sam, Sam is, is much, much better. So yes. that way, in the end, when what happens, happens, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, I'm fine with that. Like, watching it and the way that they they made Sam her character, I was like, how are they going to turn her into a bird at the end when they've made her so likable and, like, and, and then they were just like, we're not. We're and not. their special effects are clearly so... Well, so what they did instead was equally as horrifying. I would say more horrifying is that instead, Judith has transformed into an inanimate immovable statue that's yeah judith dies they they turn <laughs> they turn uh the last wish is judith is turned into a uh statue and by statue what appears is something that looks like canvas with a photo I think, of judith I, yeah they they basically used primitive 90s photoshop <laughs> extremely primitive to, to, to kind of remove the color from the judith um, actress and replace it with like like a goldy looking kind look, of they look like gold leaf yeah and they and they did a terrible job putting it in the world for people to walk on like it was totally like out of perspective oh god the perspective was weird as hell and also so her dumb. position the yeah. position that she's in she yeah was, she like was she's in, a relay and, racer but it's like, funny because it's it's a statue at this park and this old couple's like oh look at that and then you look at it and the base just says Judith. <laughs> Doesn't get a last name. Just her name. And there's no like context as to like 
what it's there for. It's, just, it's Judith. It's, it's self-explanatory. That's Judith. That's and all you need to know. And it's, but it's just equally as horrifying because now this child is has become basically dead. Yeah. She's now no, a, she, she's been dead, she, I, but she wished it on herself. Well, I think is, we're uh, supposed to think because her eyes are visible. I think we're supposed to think she still has consciousness. Which oh, is fucked up. we just can't tell because the special effects are good enough. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go that. You're not far. gonna go that far. No, I think. I think she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she still has consciousness but can't move and but however Sam fucking tickled to death oh she Sam says, is delighted so, she says it's, it's a riot walks walks away smile on her face like what a riot her problems are done now Judith is is gone yeah, yeah. she's totally good her, it's, she's totally fine she it's got everything wild. she could have wanted out of that scenario it, it it definitely is it still has creep factor it has goose creep factor but it lacks the 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 twist and the irony and the the punch the, the lesson yeah you know which is like hey don't have the last name bird yeah exactly yeah the and lesson here is that <laughs> everyone who's against you will die yes your enemies will fall before you enemies will become friends friends will become enemies and everyone will die um yeah everyone will die for sure yeah. By your hand or by by the slow ticking of time by the slow it'll get them eventually <laughs> By the slow ticking of time. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Pretty bonkers. As far as like the first Goosebumps show episode I've watched probably since it aired originally, I would give this one like a six out of 10. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not that bad. It, I, it, it moves at a quick pace. I can't imagine some of the other books we've read, how they do the episodes for those. Like, I cannot wait to find out. Can we also just bring up the incredible music? Soundtrack yeah. a lot to of, this a lot episode. A lot of really good um, royalty-free music used. A lot of yeah. Very... They, they had like a they have like an up tempo. Like it sounds like it could be um, Space Jam. Here's a here's a here's a bit of how that sounds right here. It was it was definitely not as bad as it could have been in terms of an episode. Yeah, it's perfectly average. Yeah, as far as a kids show, it it I felt satisfied because the villain. If I hadn't read the book, I'd be like, I have no qualms with this. Yeah, I'd be like, this is great. This is fine. Fuck yeah, Judith. but now that we know, I mean, now we know it could have been. No. I wanted to see how they were going to transform her into a bird. I wanted to see her strangle Judith. Well, she mentioned strangling her once, but she never does it. She doesn't do it. So yeah, so that was so you can watch that episode. So you're aware, um, the Goosebumps show is available on Netflix. Yeah. So if you have Netflix, you can watch it. And the other, you know, the, the the Canadian aspect is really starting to hit me now because you know how we kept waiting for everyone who blindly stepped off a sidewalk to get hit by a car. To get hit by a car and yeah, nobody and there was did. a lot of people just taking steps out into the street in this episode. We were just like, when are people going to get hit by cars? That's what Canada's like. Next episode is going to be coming out on the 27th of the week of oh, Halloween's Eve. Uh, we're going to be going over the haunted mask, which is a goosebump story that actually takes place on Halloween. It's a Halloween story. It it's is a really Halloween good story, and it is a rip roaring good time. It's a really good one. Let me tell you, wacky stuff. In uh, oh my god, those heads, those floating heads, baby. Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song "Bad Dream" off the album "Hit and Run." Great song, great band, great album. Check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. And uh, go listen to our past episodes. You can follow us on Twitter at geesebumps pod or geese bumps underscore pod is it daniel oh hey guys uh, hang on listen oh man Apparently, listen Ooh, we locked the door i know yeah i've been waiting 
So, uh, did you just come out of the closet? I did. Motherfucker. So I do believe that someone gave a very positive review of our podcast, and we said we would. I would. I would send them a oh, lovely message. That's what brought you. That's here. right. Eric the Bearded Hoovian at Beard Geek Nineteen. I'm R.L. Stein, and I want you to put this on anything where someone would need to hear, like an answering machine for your phone, maybe. Hi. Eric isn't here right now. He unfortunately has been kidnapped by the Slappy, the living dummy. Oh, jeez Louise. But don't worry. I want to find a way to get him out of my nightmare horror dreamscape. Thank you for calling his phone. He'll be sure to get back to you as soon as he's able. I'm R.L. Stein. Farewell. Or and press five to press, leave. Press five to leave a message. Press five to leave a message. If you would like to hear this message again, <laughs> plus press eight. Redial the number. Well, actually, you know, now that I think about it, if you're calling a, his phone from like a rotary, I don't know how that would work, but I imagine you probably used a rotary phone if you thought to call. Get him out. Get, Get him, him out. out of here. He's done. Get him out. Uh, thank you for the positive review. We very much. I'm sorry. These jokesters very much appreciate it. They were they they put a lot of effort in, and they're and they're very happy. I could bring some joy in these trying times. Oh God! Now I feel bad for bullying you. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. You guys are both dicks. <laughs> <laughs> what about JoJo? What about him? <laughs> Farewell. Bye, R.L. If you would like R.L. Stein to give you a shout out, and by R.L. Stein I mean a depiction of R.L. Stein, not the real, died. not the real R.L. Stein. I don't know what he sounds like, but it's certainly not the guy who keeps showing up to our show recordings. It's entirely possible that that is exactly what he sounds like. That's true. But uh, it, it is it is our interpretation of R.L., which I would say he would probably be delighted with. Yeah, he would be happy honored with. and uh, esteemed. But but leave a leave a positive review on iTunes or wherever you can leave a positive review for us. And R.L. Stein will pop in and give you a message to put on your cell phone's answering machine. <laughs> not not your not your mobile phone. Your answering machine at home. For your, your home answering phone. machine. <laughs> You're gonna have to hold the tape up to the speaker. Yes, exactly. Like the like in the like God intended. I'm Jojo. I have a PhD. I'm Danielle. I have a PhD. I'm Jeff, and I have some sort of bumps. Thank you for listening to Mini Bumps, a Geese Bumps R.L. Stein Apocrypha podcast. And until next time, stay out of the basement. fact. Over 700 people have been killed by the hands of the police just this year alone. I'm Catherine Sheffield, host of the weekly podcast, A Few Bad Apples. Each week, I unravel true stories of victims whose lives have been affected by bad apple officers of the law. I bring this relevant conversation into the public spotlight because it's a way to provoke change and reform. Not all officers are bad, and in fact, I highlight a positive story at the end of every episode to balance the spectrum. A Few Bad Apples is available wherever you get your podcasts.